the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning, my dear friends, to all our dear audience on KNUS 710 AM or via podcast. I welcome all of you. This morning, we shall interact first by waking up, praising God. If you're married, give a good and warm, safe greeting to your wife or to your husband. Give a good, warm morning hug or welcome with a special social distancing safety, of course, to your children and to all those who you live with. Do me a favor. It's okay to turn on your radio at 6 a.m. on Sunday morning. Next, of course, let us warm up the day by being nice to each other and by being nice to the Lord. This is Father Andre, and good Holy Sunday morning with God. My dear brothers and sisters, let us exclaim this morning, O come, O come, O come, Emmanuel. Come, Lord Jesus, and be with us. Inspired with the... Um, and with Psalm 9, with Psalm 9, um, today, um, before Christmas, we want to pray thanksgiving for victory. You know, it's not easy to be loved by God. Human beings are unique, right? Imagine, imagine a mother and father, they have um, 7 billion children at one time. 7 billion. They have to know each by their names. I think God has some work to do. But imagine also every generation in the history of humanity, billions and billions and billions of human beings were born and they are known to God. But also imagine that uh, God has this beautiful big farm and he has cattle, he has sheep, he has animals, he has every sort of things that he has created in creation in the seven days of creation. He knows them by name. But also imagine that God... Uh, um, knows the stars by their names. This is what he told Job. He named the stars. And, you know, scientists tell us that there is an infinite number of stars, basically, and not even known to mankind because we're almost this little dot, this little dust piece, if you take the size of the entire universe. Yet with all of this magnitude of possession and knowledge and the creation God becomes flesh, and he dwells with us. He takes his place and womb, his dwelling, and womb of a virgin, the Virgin Mother Mary. And from her and the Holy Spirit, he's incarnate. And the Word becomes flesh and dwells amongst us. Et verbum caro factum est, et habitavit in nobis. Al-Kalima sara jasadan wa halla baynana. We say in those uh, Latin language and in Arabic and in English, yeah, the word became flesh and he dwelt amongst us. With this, I want us to pray together, uh, thinking about the birth of Christ that is happening now soon 
and also I want you to start looking forward for his second coming, his second return. Because we do say in our creed that he shall come again to judge the living and the dead. With this, we pray Psalm 9. O God, come to my assistance. O Lord, make haste to help me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I want you to repeat with me, my friends. The poor are not alone in their distress. God is here to help them. I will praise you, Lord, with all my heart. I will recount all your wonders. I will rejoice in you and be glad and sing psalms to your name, O Most High. See how my enemies turn back, how they stumble and perish before you. You upheld the justice of my cause. You sat enthroned judging with justice. You have checked the nations, destroyed the wicked. You have wiped out their name forever and ever. The foe is destroyed, eternally ruined. You uprooted their cities, their memory has perished. But the Lord sits enthroned forever. He has set up his throne for judgment. He will judge the world with justice. He will judge the peoples with his truth. For the oppressed, let the Lord be a stronghold, a stronghold in times of distress. Those who know your name will trust you. You will never forsake those who seek you. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Good Holy Sunday morning, my dear friends, with us today for uh, the second Sunday in a row, uh, announcing and sharing with you uh, the mission of hope and mercy, Christmas and uh, a New Year outreach and campaign. I want to welcome again to the show the Vice President for the Mission of Hope Mercy, Gerard Abi Asaf uh, from the U.S. and from Lebanon, live from Lebanon. I want to welcome Jean-Claude Giriges, a very special representative for the work of the Mission of Hope and Mercy in Lebanon. Welcome to both of you. Good morning, Father Henri. Thank you for having us again. Jean-Claude, how is Lebanon this week? Good morning, Lebanon, it's uh, I don't know uh, what you know. Thanks God, uh, we have like you, Father, and uh, God bless America. So basically, the, the few words you're trying to say, they express anguish. They seem to express anguish. Um, Gerard, um, if I may ask you, um, amidst this anguish in Lebanon, that Jean-Claude actually is not even able to, 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 to voice out. Um, tell me a little bit, um, what are the focuses, again, this ministry of the Mission of Hope and Mercy, how important it is for Lebanon? And um, what is our mission doing now? So basically, Father, at the heart of the mission, of the mission of Hope and Mercy, we have three main focuses. Um, the, first fo the first focus is 
providing charity through aid, medicine, education, and housing. And this is what we call the aid. Uh, two is spreading awareness about the truth and hope of Jesus Christ, especially in those critical times. And this is what we call educate. Uh, then three is defending religious liberty at home and abroad. And this is basically what we call faith. Those are our three main focuses uh, put um, summarized uh, for I see. Um, our listeners to know what is the mission of the mission of Hope and Mercy. Jean-Claude, uh, if I may ask you, I hope you uh, relax a little bit now and you can uh, uh, you can pick up on explaining a little bit, explaining a little bit. Um, amidst this um, context that is really depressing, as you and me have spoken uh, many times, uh, is there any hope? Why do you want the people in the U.S. Uh, to see that the support of the mission of hope and mercy actually can provide some hope. Can you tell us a little bit about the facts of hope and mercy that you want people to be encouraged so they can sign up, they can go and join um, our wish list of 22,000 U.S. donors who each can donate $50 a month in order to support a program. Tell us a little bit the facts of Hope and Mercy. Um, a local person, when they sign up to Mission of Hope and Mercy, missionofhopeandmercy.org, they will be supporting in their monthly donation of $50 or more if they like. Yes, well, there's uh, an economic crisis uh, in Lebanon. The Mission of Hope and Mercy has realized uh, God for too many people, because uh, we make at this uh, Christmas uh, 3,500 uh, food boxes, will be used uh, to feed 24,000 uh, family uh, or uh, people. Yeah. People. Okay. And uh, and we will we will we will make at this Christmas. Uh, also, 1,500 children will receive a a good Christmas gift, and thanks God for that. Yani, we will uh, make uh, this Christmas uh, special in this uh, economic uh, crisis, and we will uh, 170 children will have milk, a baby children. Provided for them for a uh, for one month. And Jean Claude, I know it is difficult. You, you shared you shared with me an image about the milk price. Uh, if you compare if you compare a milk bottle price to the salary of a human being, how much? What what is the salary of a human being now in Lebanon uh, to provide milk? What, what is the salary? How much do people get paid now in Lebanon per month? Of course, yeah, in, in dollar. Of uh, course, in dollar. Yes, yes. The, the salary uh, is about uh, $50 or $70. Uh, and one children eat uh, three, three cans of milk uh, in the salary of uh, his father. It's a salary of a father to provide one one bottle, three, three bottles basically, or one bottle of milk if you were to provide that? Yes, 400 grams. Yes, yes. That's crazy. And, uh, I will tell you, uh, we have a program about the Christmas uh, special, about a Catholic school for 220 students. 
from all all religious background and we will help uh, at this christmas 20 teachers wow yes and we have uh, also uh, we have a nine family uh, who are in urgent need uh, a a food a uh, and a med- medication and uh, and house rent and uh, a kitchen to to make food to his children we will help also Jean-Claude, um, um, it's lovely to talk with somebody live from Lebanon, actually, for the local people. Um, I know we've been putting you on the spot, and thank you for conversing with us in English. I, I want to ask you I want to ask you a little question about, uh, um, you know, we say, we say in English, can you give a 30-second speech describing, describing Lebanon's situation? And, of course, the answer is there is no way. What's going on in Lebanon is is very threatening. But I want to ask you, namely, about the COVID in Lebanon, about uh, uh, the hospitals um, in, in, in Lebanon, just from your heart. Uh, no, not too much information needed. But um, um, are, are the hospitals in Lebanon able to treat people? Can people find bad in a hospital? How do people live amidst this COVID crisis in Lebanon. Father, Father, uh, uh, about my language, can, can my wife help me about uh, English? Of course, of course she uh, can. Thank you, thank you, because I need all people to know what about Lebanon. And thank you. Yeah, one second. Thank Go ahead. Good morning, Father Andre. Good holy morning to you, my dear. Go ahead, say your name and tell us, because I know you'll work in the American hospital in Beirut, actually. You have a very, very unique position to speak about the COVID crisis in Lebanon. Would you please tell us your name and, and talk to us about Lebanon and COVID? I am Rachel, and also twice with a member of the mission. Uh, unfortunately, the current situation in Lebanon for the COVID is really, really bad. The hospitals are really, really expensive for little material and little supplies. Uh, some hospitals are actually out of medications, and people are trying to get their own medications from abroad, be it uh, from Turkey, from other countries. Uh, charged in U.S. dollars versus the Lebanese rate. It's really uh, too expensive for most people. Uh, most people also who have insurance to cover their hospital stay. The insurance companies are also lacking in funds to cover that. So the U.S. versus Lebanese leader rate currently. Uh, Rachel, do you feel do you feel that religiously uh, Christians yes. are at disadvantage? Christians are at disadvantage. Do Christians feel like orphans, or do they have support? Do they feel left out, forgotten, or they are able to make their voice heard in the world? Christians in Lebanon, I'm saying. How 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 do you feel? Uh, from my own perspective, unfortunately, Father, uh, many other sectors of the community, public of support from many. Uh, 
parties. Unfortunately, the Christians are at a disadvantage at the moment. They're probably not only at the moment, unfortunately. But uh, yes, the Christian people are left out mostly and are uh, at the edge of the problem, not really at the heart. Nobody looks, nobody helps, nobody. Many people, they reach the mission uh, out of despair. They come to the mission as a last resort, as, uh, as we cannot do anymore. We, we need help, we need support. You are our last hope. It's really bad for the Christians, actually. Thanks, Rachel. I know this breaks people's hearts, but at the same time, we live in the spirit of Christmas. You know, Jesus was born in a manger. I mean, um, I wonder, um, the sheep that, that gave a beautiful world to Jesus and the shepherds that offered the sheep, um, the, the mission of hope and mercy is definitely a message from God. It's definitely a window of light from, from the divinity. Rachel, what I want you to conclude with, and I ask you this, uh, last question um, the work of the mission of hope and mercy tries to support people with chronic illnesses who otherwise cannot be received in hospitals cannot be um, buying their own medicine what is the number of population that you think that you think ends up need medicine in Lebanon they have chronic illnesses and unless we provide this medicine there will be sincere repercussions and deadly basically consequences. How many people suffer from those situations? I don't have numbers uh, for the country. I have the numbers for the mission. The mission is actually supporting monthly chronic illnesses for, um, for 17 patients. They take a total of 141 distant medications. And they get their monthly supplies from the support of the mission. Many people without these medications will end up in really big problems. It's a chronic situation, and they cannot do without the hypertension, diabetes. They can get really into crisis. And as we already said, the hospitals are, the, are way too expensive. For someone who cannot afford the medication, they will definitely not be able to afford hospitalization. So the mission is really a ray of hope as its name. Hope and mercy for many, many people. In 2022, we hope to be able to provide 1,452 medications for the people. Wow. I want to thank you, Rachel, for these numbers. We, we really definitely need the help of, of, of um, many people in the U.S. And I want to thank you. I want to thank Jean-Claude for his, uh, um, even though French educated, has his courage uh, to be able to, to speak with us. No, Lebanon um, is not going to be orphaned. We're not going to let go of the last stronghold of Christianity um, in the Middle East. And definitely we shall continue supporting the uh, education um, of uh, the children in Lebanon. Um, and I know, Jean-Claude, we do have orphanages amongst those who we help. Am I right? Is there orphanages? Yes, we have two. We have two orphanages. Um, 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 I want to tell you, uh, Gerard, 
Uh, how can people help? I know we want to raise 300 additional $1,000, and we want to um, have all these uh, people between food and school education and the medicine and families full uh, program support. Um, how can people help? What are the things people can do here uh, to sign up as recurrent donors for $50 a month? There are three main things that people can do to support our mission. Um, and one is to become a recurring donor and sign up to our email list by visiting our website, missionofhopeandmercy.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, once people visit our uh, website, they will see a video that we're going to ask uh, all our listeners if they're able to share that video on all their social media networks with their friends, family, and in their community. Uh, it's a very descriptive and efficient video that describes the situation and what we're trying to accomplish in Lebanon through the work of the Mission and Hope, of Hope and Mercy. And three, uh, we like to ask people uh, if they're interested in supporting or donating to the mission to contact us on our website to receive our mailing uh, with an enclosed, uh, basically, envelope to uh, donate. So uh, basically, people at home can start receiving our uh, uh, mail and that has the information about our campaign, ongoing campaign. So in summary, there's three main things people can do. Become a recurring donor, sign up to our email list, share the video, and fill out the return envelope with a recurrent donation enclosed. Those are the three main things Father people can do to support Thank you. Work. Thank you, Gerard. Um, Rachel, um, uh, you are a wife, you are a mother, and uh, you are the best friend of Jean-Claude. Um, young families are the hope of Lebanon. Young families um, are actually the pillar, the pillar of resistance and of resilience. You are the shield for many children. As a mother, as a mother coming to Christmas, children in Lebanon might have a Christmas without Christmas lights. There is no electricity. Can you describe the emotions of a mother? As a mother, it's very uh, very bad. And very sad. We all like our children to have the best, to have joy in their hearts. The most important, God chose to come to this world in a family. And as a family, really with no Christmas lights, this year we didn't even put Christmas lights on the Christmas tree because we cannot afford the electricity bill. And there's no, actually the electricity comes for one or two hours a day and otherwise we're in darkness. So we didn't put even Christmas lights on the tree. But we look at our kids and they are, it's really sad what they are going through. And we try to give them hope. Instead of a Christmas tree light, we put a Christmas candle in the major. And this is how we will be praying for God. May I ask you, um, uh, you have in you the power of all the frustrated mothers in Lebanon. And young, you're very professional. You have high standard working uh, position at the American University, actually, a hospital in Beirut. And um, you are a woman of faith. You are a woman of faith. 
if you were to launch an appeal to the president of the United States or to the religious leaders in the United States or to the people who are listening to us on this good Sunday morning with Father Andre as we're making our appeal for this Christmas and New Year outreach program to support the work of the Mission of Hope and Mercy, what do you have to tell America? What would you tell America? And Jean-Claude can speak in Arabic. You have a minute, um, but, but I just want to know. Let your voice be heard. What do you want to tell Americans? I would say that as you people will be putting Christmas trees in the middle of the streets and lighting them up, people here in this country don't have a light in their own bedroom. They don't have a light to go to the bathroom at night. And it's very sad. It's very frustrating to many, to most, especially Christians. And in solidarity is how we can make it. People in this country cannot help the people in this country. This is why we, we reach to people abroad, especially you, in America, as Christians, to stand with your fellow Christians and be the ray of hope and the ray of mercy and bring joy to people, especially at Christmas, at least at Christmas, so they can have a Christmas. Rachel, a young mother in Lebanon, beautiful worker and employee, woman of career, and uh, mother of many children. Um, how many children you have, by the way? I have two, actually. You have two children. And wonderful wife of Jean-Claude and a great volunteer and an expert in our uh, medical help that we offer in Lebanon. I want to thank you. This was a cry from the Lebanese Christians to all Americans and to the president in the United States. Help and assist. And let us pray. My prayer with you that today is the angel's proclamation to the shepherds of Bethlehem on the night was Christ was born, the Emmanuel, and this hymn in which the angel said, glory to God in the highest and peace on earth and good hope to all. Thank you so much for supporting us and thank you so much and may you have a merry, merry, merry Christmas. Thanks for joining us today for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. Father Andre and his team rely on your prayers and generosity to help feed over 5,000 families in Lebanon every month. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org to learn more. Your support helps buy supplies from local farms and factories, employ truckers to ship the food, all to let these families know they are not forgotten. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org and donate today. And join us next week at 6 a.m. for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.